It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. First Monday of the month, we have with us the mayor of uh, Weatherford, Mike Brown, and he's out of town today. He's actually at a, at a police and fire pension meeting in Boston. So we're hooking up uh, the mayor live from Boston. Good morning, mayor. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. How about you? Hey, we're great. Hey, Thank good. you for taking time to be on the on the radio. You're an hour ahead of us in Boston. Yep. That's, that's right. I had a meeting this morning, sorry, at 7.30 and, uh, uh, Boston time, and so it worked out. I'm just kind of uh, in between. Well, there's a lot of talk right now. It's interesting you're at this meeting, and I bet you're talking about it, but I'm hearing a lot of talk and concerns about uh, pensions all across the country, and, and so the possibility at least being underfunded. I know the teacher pension across the country is under, underfunded in many respects in many, many states, including Oklahoma, by the way. We're not as bad as we right. used to be. But So is that something no. you're talking about? Sure, it is. And uh, uh, fortunately, I sit on the uh, police pension board, and they're over 100% funded. Uh, one of the few that are in that position, I think the uh, fire and police, uh, like you say, have come up a lot over the last few years with some of the uh, you know, interest rates that, uh, you know, received the last couple of years, but still it's tough. And, you know, but a, a defined, uh, benefit plan, which is what the, uh, the police offers, the city of Weatherford offers, you know, it's a guaranteed income for life. And, uh, so it's a great, uh, great benefit for the employees. So what, what happens? I know California and I know particularly Illinois, uh, their teacher retirement fund went upside down. Uh, some not getting their pension. Uh, is that a possibility? Right. I mean, you're, you, for uh, obviously the police is not <laughs> if you're 100%. But, right. right. Uh, well, you know, I think that, uh, and, and I've heard uh, different ones talk that uh, in those positions where, you know, they're way underfunded, and basically they, they do. They just go away. You know, uh, uh, I mean, it is a responsibility of, you know, whoever's managing that money to, uh, to make sure there's enough for everybody when they – uh, when they retire, kind of like Social Security or uh, anything else. Uh, but, you know, it's a possibility. I, you know, I, I don't see it, you know, as much here in Oklahoma as uh, I would in some of those areas. But still, you've got to be concerned about it. If, you know, if everything, you know, falls in a hole, I guess we'll fall with them. Uh, so, anyway. So is that something you look at, uh, obviously, as being on that board, the police? Yeah, sure. You know, I. I think that uh, uh, just from a fiduciary standpoint, you know, you try to, uh, uh, you know, in our situation where we're over 100% funded, play a little defense, if you will. Uh, just, you know, try not to be, you know, as aggressive uh, because we're kind of already there where we need to be. So, you know, they, they try to have a, uh, um, you know, receive at least 7.5% is what they shoot for, which, you know, is, is good. Uh, there's been years, you know, last couple of years, you know, it was a, uh, 20 or 30 percent. Now, this past year uh, and this year, probably going to be a little different than that. But, you know, you try to get something that, uh, uh, you know, is stable uh, and, you know, will continue to provide funds for the future. So what do you do to protect the fund from bad investments? Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's like anything else. You, uh, uh, we, we rely on experts uh, and, and really, uh, you know, kind of spread out, you know, our risk. You know, it's not like we have all you know, our eggs in one basket. Uh, and so, you know, I think we spread the risk. Uh, you know, you do have some areas, maybe real estate may still be good, but, you know, other things may be bad. So, you know, you just got, kind of have to uh, look and hope you're in the right spots. So you're in Boston. What are you, are you getting to see any sites while you're there? 
Well, kind of. Uh, we uh, got here on Saturday afternoon, and uh, uh, we're staying in the Seaport area, which is a, a beautiful area, and they've got a great convention center here. In fact, uh, this convention has over 4,000 people uh, that are attending. Uh, so they've got them from all over the world and, uh, you know, beautiful facilities. So uh, we haven't got to go out a lot, but, you know, gone out for dinner in the evening, uh, you know, um, so the last couple of nights. Uh, and then just, you know, uh, kind of seeing here, right around here right now. So it's, it's good. It'll be, it'll be fun. So you get to go where Paul Revere made his famous ride? Yeah, we may. We may. We saw the, uh, uh, we are down by where the uh, uh, Boston Tea Party, you know, uh, uh, some of those type things. So uh, we'll try to take in a couple of things as we uh, uh, as we have a little time. But, uh, you know, mainly coming to some meetings, uh, you know, the next couple of days, and then uh, uh, be heading home. So anyway, get uh, probably have a little time on Wednesday uh, to be able to see a couple of sites and come on home uh, that evening. Very good. Well, we miss you being here. Uh, you'll be, be, well, I hate not to be there in person. You're um, you're going to be here back in time for homecoming, I take it. You bet. Oh, yeah, I got to be back for that. And like I said, just uh, uh, kind of uh, got an opportunity to come to this. And, uh, you know, it's always better when somebody else paying for it. So, uh, uh, anyway, enjoying, enjoying that part of it. And uh, Debbie was able to come with me. So, uh, you know, been a nice trip so far. Very good. Well, what else is going on uh, back home right now? You uh, going through a little transition on the council? Right, we are. That'll be something that uh, uh, the new uh, city council members will start January one. Uh, so, you know, of course, Warren Goldman has been in that seat before, so uh, I'm sure he'll be able to uh, pick back up where he left off. And then we've got a uh, another new one, so uh, I'll be a little learning experience. But you know, things are going pretty well, so I don't anticipate. You know, a lot of change. I think maybe everybody said they were kind of on the same page as far as want to see us continue to to grow and to uh, uh, you know prosper a little bit. So uh, you know, as long as we do that, I think we're we're in good shape. Well, I know Warren Goldman puts a lot of work into his uh, efforts in the job and working in with him with the legislature. He yep. he's actively learning, and I appreciate that. He, he really is. You know, Warren does a great job as far as. Uh, uh, studying what uh, whatever issue that we might have come up. He knows that code, uh, you know, uh, book as good as anybody uh, within the city, so that's always a plus. And, uh, you know, he's conservative, but yet I think maybe we're all uh, conservative on the board. So, you know, try to uh, – it, it's good to have people that uh, that care. And, you know, uh, um, I, I think that the ones we got coming on will certainly be assets to the, you know, to the commission. Our guest on the program today is uh, Mayor Mike Brown, and uh, we'll be back talking to him in just a moment. First, I want to check our weather forecast brought to you by Giblet uh, Sales. The uh, current uh, weather, we're calling for a pretty warm day today. Highs in the upper 80s and the winds out of the south. Not quite as hot as last week, but then things start to cool off. Tomorrow with chance of rain, 20 to 50 percent chance on Tuesday. Tuesday night, a 60 percent chance of rain, 70 percent on Wednesday and Wednesday night. Let's hope for rain, folks. But uh, today, hot and windy. We'll be back with current conditions right after this. If you are looking for a smoker or pellet grill and you are going to a big box store, you are missing out on the best smoker out there. I am talking about the Yoder Smoker at Giblet Stove Cells. The Yoder Smoker is made in the USA out of heavy 10-gauge steel. These smokers come with all the new fancy Wi-Fi and Bluetooth connectivity, plenty of headspace, temperature probe, and a warranty that cannot be beat. If you want a smoker that will last you a lifetime, visit Giblet Stove Cells south of Clinton on Highway 180. 
1983 and look at the Yoder smokers today. Currently checking our temperatures out there, Mustafa. Um, we want to kind of check the thermometer, find out what the temperature is. Just updated that. 64 degrees out at Clinton Sherman this morning. Humidity at 65%, wind speed at 8 miles per hour. What's it look like uh, around the horn today, Mustafa? Well, good morning again. We have 60 starting out over there at Boise City, 61 at Gammon, and quickly to the southwest. Well, I've, I do have a 62 at Woodward. All right, here we go. It's 62 in Alta, 63 in Tipton. And on I-40, 60 degrees out the state line this morning. That's probably one of the cooler temperatures in the state. 60 On the Tri-City, 62 at Elk City, 62 at Clinton, and 65 at Weatherford. And that's look at our weather forecast. Let's go back to the telephone line, the Southwest Air and Heat Hotline, and the mayor yes. of Weatherford, Mike yes. Brown. Mike, uh, what Good else, morning. anything else going on in the city you need to bring our attention to this morning? I have a question. Well, of course, you mentioned the uh, uh, homecoming, which is always a big event uh, in Weatherford. Uh, we have a lot of people that are able to come back and uh, uh, be a part of the parade and the ball games and, uh, you know, just uh, uh, reunions uh, with different groups. So we always appreciate uh, the university and, and what they do for the community. And, uh, so, you know, that's always a, a good thing. And then, you know, I think that uh, uh, from a business standpoint, uh, of course, we had the uh, the ribbon cutting and, uh, you know, for the Whataburger, which has been a, a very uh, busy uh, spot. And, uh, you know, we actually have a couple other businesses that are coming to town, uh, you know, on the food side of it. I think we've got a, uh, a company that does the Nashville hot chicken, uh, which is going to be a, a new place that should be open here in a couple of months. And then uh, we've got a couple other businesses that are, uh, are going to be locating here. So, you know, that's what it's all about. Uh, it's a, uh, It's not necessarily a, uh, great time as far as when you talk about inflation and uh, the cost of things. But, you know, we're continuing to get new businesses that are uh, locating in Weatherford. And uh, so we're continuing to grow. So that's the uh, what we're shooting for, trying to do the do the right things. Anything else on the horizon out there that you uh, have uh, that, you're, that are looking at Weatherford? Well, you know, I think one of the things that uh, is going to be happening here uh, in the near future, you know, we just have uh, – that completed uh, the new business and technology park, which is about 60 acres. Uh, I know Yolanda Creswell, our economic developer, has been uh, working on that to get that completed. And uh, that gives us an opportunity uh, for, you know, manufacturing or, uh, you know, a, a larger type business to come to town. So I know we've got uh, uh, people that are looking already. And so, you know, that, that kind of part of a salesman, you know, you're always looking for the next deal. And we've got two or three that are, uh, you know, out there that we've got a chance at. So, you know, that's we're working uh, to always try to, uh, you know, talk about how good Weatherford is in western Oklahoma. And, you know, I think that we match up pretty well uh, with a lot of companies and uh, or a lot of cities. So, you know, I think we'll uh, we'll continue to grow. You know, one of the things that came up at Rotary Club last week, we had a guest speaker from the National Guard. But uh, the question was asked oh, yeah. about the uh, National Guard Center. And 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 uh, where are we on that? Is the National Guard making any effort to they, – they've got land reserved out there for the National Guard Center. Any they do. We've got 30 – yeah. We've got 30 acres that are set aside for the uh, National Guard Readiness Center. Uh, you know, whenever uh, we – set that up they have told us now you know it's not going to happen overnight they said you know somewhere between the next 10 years to 30 years well we're 10 years into it and still don't have it but there's still talk there's still uh uh you know we're still uh, in contact with 
you know, the, um, the delegation, you know, in D.C. as far as funding. Uh, we think we're like, we'll be the next one in Oklahoma. Uh, you know, I think the, the last one was Ardmore. Uh, we think we're next on the list, but that may be a few years to come. We think it's going to happen. We just don't know when. And, uh, uh, you know, it's something that would be huge. You know, it'd be a $25 million investment uh, that, you know, would be a, uh, you know, a building, a meeting place for really all of western Oklahoma. So we think it's still going to happen. Just can't tell you when. It's interesting because David Totfast brought up the point that all these readiness centers are in eastern Oklahoma pretty much. And right. you got a couple. Uh, you got one down in Altus. And you got one at Long. Right. But out in this part of the state, there's nothing. And no, we think that uh, we certainly would, you know, fill the uh, void on that. And, you know, uh, they they act like it's going to happen. It's just, you know, yeah. you're kind of waiting on yeah. uh, the funding, that type of thing. But, you know, we're, uh, like I said, we've got a spot uh, set up for them. It's a great location there on Airport Road. And, uh, you know, I think we're in a position. Uh, I know that we had, a, uh, you know, we've had different ones out there to look at it just to uh, uh, to help us. So, you know, it'll happen. I, like I said, I just, you know, um, a little more patience, I guess. Okay, good morning again, and I have two questions. One of them deals okay. with dirt work that's over on the corner of Washington and as if I was going to go toward Clinton, whatever that exit. I see some dirt yeah, work going on there. Right. And then the other question is going to pertain to you being recognized by the state for some awards recently. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Mustafa. Good morning. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the the dirt work over there at uh, Washington and, uh, you know, the exit to head west is uh, uh, Rick Cook owns that property, uh, bringing in dirt. I think that he's got uh, plans to either develop that or sell it. Uh, you know, that was something that our last commission meeting I had talked about when that piece of property was sold, you know, wanted it to be developed within five years. Well, that COVID hit, a lot of other things. So uh, we basically have, you know, removed that off there. But I know that... Uh, um, Rick is actively, uh, you know, working on that. So we think something will come of that. And as far as the awards, really the, the city received a couple of awards. We, uh, we were able to get the Innovation Award, which was for the park across from City Hall, uh, Heritage Park, uh, where we're able to develop that with the, uh, the dog park, the painted the mural, the, uh, uh, the replica of the Vietnam uh, Memorial Wall and the flags. And, uh, we were recognized as a, uh, you know, for that particular project, uh, Yolanda Creswell, uh, uh, with economic development did a lot of work on that. Todd Earp and, uh, Trent Perkins with the parks, uh, uh, did a lot of work. So, you know, it was a, uh, it was a team effort. And so we're happy about that. And then I was recognized for the, uh, uh, Jeff Shockley award, which was a, uh, longtime mayor down at Podo that, uh, uh, basically just, uh, uh, you know, trying to improve the community. And it was really a, a special award for me because I knew Jeff and uh, we worked together and uh, uh, being recognized by your peers is always a, a plus. So, uh, you know, I tell people, you hang around long enough, you get some of these awards. So I, I think that's where I'm at, but I, uh, I, I'm certainly thankful for it. Well, congratulations to you, and we appreciate the job you do, and thanks for being on the radio once a month. We're going to. You bet, and I'll be back in person uh, next month, and thanks for letting me do it on the phone. No problem. Thank you. Mayor Mike Brown on the program with us this morning, live from Boston. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright, brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.